Hello and welcome to Cody and Gorman have a podcast, the show where two former roommates and they were talk roommates. about a new movie every week. But this week on the show, we're talking about a ton of movies, new and old. It's time for some mid-year recommendations. It's summer. We want to share some things for you guys to watch. As always, I'm your host, Corbin's Vocal, and I'm joined by my co-host, Cody Webb. Cody, do you have some uh, good stuff to wreck today? Well, I got a lot of good stuff to wreck today. Going to be a fun episode, I think. Really going to show off um, our taste in television and movies, I think, uh, pretty well. Obviously, I have much better taste, but uh, yeah. <laughs> like you said, summer, good time to start watching stuff, usually on break. I'm still working, which is always fun. But uh, yeah, definitely yeah. but you know, people are traveling. You're who wants yeah. to oh. who wants to go outside? You stay inside and watch yeah. stuff. If you go outside, honestly, what are you doing in your life? But uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I think we got a lot of good stuff to bring to the table today. So I'm excited. So the way we decided to do this, we're, we're recommending a ton of stuff in this episode, and I think that allows us to share a wide breadth of things that people might like. So I think there's something for everybody in this episode. Um, And then we also decided to break it down kind of by streaming service. So we wanted to, you know, if you had a certain streaming service, you could go to this section of the episode and listen to what our recommendations are for that service and then go to a different one. So the main ones we're doing are Netflix, Disney plus HBO max, Amazon prime, Hulu and Paramount Plus. And then at the end, we'll throw out some other random suggestions from maybe some other services, but for each of those, we're doing individually a TV show and a movie. So it'll be two TV shows, two movies. And then additionally, just shouting out a movie that's also on the streaming service that we've talked about on the podcast before. So you can, if we've talked about it, you can assume that it's a decent movie. We tried to pick the the better ones. And then if you want to do, you can go back and listen to the episode, but you don't have to. It's just suggestions for more movies. So basically each of those streaming services, we're going to have five different things you can watch from them. And if you go to the description of the episode, the timestamps, you can see Amazon Prime will be at this time. And then you can jump to it if that's what you want to do, or you can listen to everything. Cody, was there any specific strategy you had, philosophy when you were making these picks, or did you just go for all your favorites? Yeah, I mean, I think there's a little bit of strategy. Obviously, um, especially me, I feel like I've talked about some of the same shows, maybe a bunch. So maybe not picking those, maybe pick something different that I haven't, you know, raved about before. And obviously just like stuff that we've talked about before on the pod as well, try and stay away from that. But I mean, in general, a lot of these uh, streaming sites, whatever devices have like a lot of good stuff. So it's kind of hard to pinpoint. I, I definitely have like a lot of honorable mentions as well. That I'm going to shout out. <laughs> so it was kind of hard, but yeah, sort of just like staying away from things I've talked about before in the past was, was probably my main thing. Yeah. I tried to take that into consideration as well. Obviously we talk about so many movies, it's hard to, yeah. to pick something we've never talked about. So there will be some overlap, but maybe stuff that didn't get as much love as I wanted to give it in the, in the first place. Um, also, just tr- try, I tried not to pick things that like everybody's seen or everybody's watched. Like yeah. when it came to HBO Max, we'll, we'll get there, but like picking a TV show, I, I could have been like Euphoria because I think that's a great TV show, but like everyone knows about Euphoria, everybody's watched it. I'm trying, I'm not saying that these are like the hidden picks, the hidden gems that nobody's seen, right. uh, but I, tr- you know, it's maybe some things that you don't know about and you can go check out. The other thing we are suggesting TV shows, which we haven't really gotten into TV talk too much on the pod in the past. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, we, okay. we haven't. <laughs> Are we going to start doing that more? Yeah, yeah. Maybe we are. We we might have something in the works. Wink, wink. <laughs> to talk about some television in the exactly. future. And, so, uh, a little Fourier into that. Yeah. And I, everybody knows I'm, I'm more of a TV guy than Corbin, I think. And um, wink, wink. Maybe something's coming in the future. 
yeah and this is cool because i i I don't watch a ton of tv so i'd love to hear the recommendations that a true tv expert like you has let's uh cut the chit chat and get into it what do you think let's do it before we get into recommending movies and everything i actually have a recommendation about an app cody when you go to the movie theater what's the worst what's the worst thing that can happen at the movie theater i'd say probably your phone going off what's what about like what if you're uh it's it's not what i'm setting up Uh, somebody like is uh you know talking next year. What about like a personal problem that's like always? See, I, I feel like you don't a, do it. I gotta take a piss. Yeah, you gotta take a piss. That that is a serious issue, and I want to introduce it, you to an app called Runpee. Uh-huh. Are you familiar with it? I'm actually not. So this is actually a life changing thing, and I'm surprised I've never shared this with anybody. But I've been using this app for probably mm-hmm. three four years, and it, you can maybe say it's a little nerdy, it's a little goofy, but. It's essentially an app that tells you the best time to go to the bathroom during a movie. What are your thoughts on that? Do you think that's a good idea or a bad idea? Uh, I think it's good. Is this an ad or no? Can I talk shit about this? <laughs> you can talk shit about it. It's not an ad. Oh, okay. I thought we had a sponsor all of a sudden. We got confused. <laughs> that sounds pretty dumb. So I, I'm probably just not going to go to the bathroom during the movie. But yeah. Oh, so you're a hater. So I feel like, okay, Elvis is a two hour and 40 minute movie. You oh, get a big drink. Sometimes you get, you got to go to the bathroom sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. What this movie does it's, it's a free app, uh, but they have these things called P coins that you can purchase, or you can literally just watch an ad for 30 seconds to get a free one. So that's what I do. I go to the movie. I watch the 30 second ad, whatever, but then you can go to the movie, like the black phone and you can click on it. And first thing it tells you, is there anything extra at the end of the credits? So that's always good to know. It, do you need to stay after the movie? Is there a post-credit scene? So that information's there for you. Okay. Then there's a people's poll. So you can look and see what did people rate this movie on this app? So fellow users and they do an interesting thing with the rating where they rate it before the movie and then they rate it after the movie so you can see if it actually exceeds expectations or maybe it's worse than expectations uh there's a movie review from somebody that they have on their site that actually they they endorse uh you can go to their indb page you can see the rotten tomatoes on there then you can view the p times is what they're referred to as and it gives you exact minute in the movie when you should go to the bathroom so there's one at 19 minutes and 10 seconds in the black phone. And there's another one at 57. And then it tells you if they think they're the better ones or the worst ones, how much time you have. And then there's a little synopsis of what you miss. So you can go to the bathroom and you can read the synopsis and you come back and it's like, you never missed anything in the movie. Okay. Try and pick times where there's not necessarily like important story information. It's just, you know, you could miss this if you're going to miss something. You know, the more you describe it, the more I do like it. I'm not going to lie. But you can set a little timer so it'll vibrate in your pocket if you want at the specific moment you know you're going to have to. <laughs> that is creative. And uh, if you have a small bladder, it's probably very effective. But uh, I really like the expectation stuff too, sort of rating it before, rating it after. And then if it's got a bunch of social stuff on it, I mean, it sounds like a decent lap. Uh, are you big going to the bathroom during the movie? Guy, I am, unfortunately. Okay. I think I do have a small That makes sense because so. that is cool. Like it gives you the actual like plot. I definitely I don't, even, don't feel like you missed out anything either. I mean, even if I'm. Because you can look at that. I always use it to see if there's anything extra in the credits. Because that's, that's like also true. the huge thing now. Like you can expect with a Marvel movie, but fucking every movie you got to check because you don't you don't want to miss something. Honestly, <laughs> there like even Elvis, it was like there's nothing after the credits, but there's like ten minutes of songs that are done by other people. So if you want to stay and listen to that, you can. So it, it gives you that kind right. of information. And it also, the other thing it does is it'll get, if you're late to the movie, it'll give you a synopsis of the first three minutes too. Mm. You can read. So, I mean, there's, there's a lot of, I could have used that a couple of times. Yeah. Not gonna lie. 
So uncut gems. I, I, saw, I never saw the, like, the first ten minutes of that movie. You could have you could have been using it. So that's my recommendation, and we can uh, get into the TV and movie recs. All right, so let's start with the big, the behemoth, Netflix. Everybody at least has a Netflix account. They may not be paying for it, but they have access to one, it's, it seems like. So, uh, Cody, why don't you take it away? TV show on Netflix. What's your recommendation? Absolutely. This is probably my longest honorable mention list. I think Netflix does have a lot of good television. But yeah, Netflix has, has kind of become like this dark horse in, in a sense. You know, kind of just running away. Nobody else wants it anymore. Uh, I don't even pay for it anymore. I use my brother's account. Thanks, Jason. <laughs> Shout out, Jason. But um, yeah, so my recs, the show I am going to go for is going to be Seinfeld. So I'm just going to go straight off Classic. The yeah, this probably is my, my like most popular just in general pick of the day. So might as well start it off. Just comedy wise, it's hard to beat this. I would rank this in the office probably like top tier stuff, everything else, like five feet below. And it, I mean, the, the characters, you're supposed to hate them, but somehow they're just so lovable. George Costanza is my favorite character by far. Love that guy. Elaine, Kramer, Jerry, the whole crew, even throw Newman in there. Why not? And then you just have all these one-off side characters, the soup Nazi. There's just so many like memorable episodes that that I love. And I think it's the classic, the same thing with The Office is you can like, I don't even know if they do this on Netflix anymore, but you used to be able to like, oh, you can hit a random episode and it just goes there and you just watch it. I think those two shows are one of the only two for me where I can consistently do that just because I, I think the consistency is there. Yeah. It's The thing about Seinfeld is I've never sat down and watched every single episode, but I've seen a ton of episodes because in my house growing up, it was always on like TBS and it'd be like, oh, yeah. eight o'clock weeknight, turn on Seinfeld. So I've seen so many episodes. Um, my parents enjoyed it a ton. They watched it when it was on. But the thing about it that you mentioned, it's like a, a cartoon almost where it's like yes there's some storylines and like things that happen but you can pick literally any random episode and like you're not gonna be confused about what's going on it's like they kind of stand alone each episode there's not really any character progression or character growth that's they're all terrible people who never change over the course of eight nine seasons yeah uh, but it, it's the it's the classic for comedy you think it still holds up I do. And I mean, there are some like outdated references and stuff, but I mean, in general, it always just goes like the most slapstick way possible, which is right up my alley. And I mean, it sort of, it does have a similar format in a lot of episodes where you have like two characters together and they're doing a side quest and then the other two or three are together and they're doing a side quest. And then somehow it all ends up together and just this massive mess, which again, just like the group dynamic as a whole, I think is it's pretty hard to find like that solid of relationships between every single one of them. So Seinfeld doesn't have a good ending. <laughs> doesn't have a good ending. Um, Cause you're recommending would, a lot. This is a big investment yeah, for people. The general populace, I would say would agree with me in saying that the ending is not great. Also like the first season is not great. The first season and the last season are kind of mid everything else. Is no Newman, good. man. We need Newman. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Um, the finale uh, to spoil a little bit, they bring back like, a lot of the the one-off side character like i was talking about for this big finale and it's just super underwhelming honestly the, the whole premise is maybe it's too dumb for its own good and i think like even the cast didn't like it too much when when it came out originally but still a great show still like you know i think it's 10 seasons of uh, comedy which is not easy to do so if you throw a couple in the bin you know it is what it is but still like overall just like episode to episode i think is it's pretty unmatched and it's they're they're like 20 minute episodes too so it's 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 easy to get through right oh big time binge here but uh and then yeah i, I did want to shout out i got a list here of just 
other television properties on Netflix I am a big fan of. Start off with, you know, the obvious, obvious ones. Stranger Things, fucking gold. Today, the day that this is airing, Volume 2 is out. Uh, Umbrella Academy, still haven't watched any of the third season. Season 1 and 2, great. Squid Game, only one season. One of my favorite TV shows last year. And then some heavy hitters here. Breaking Bad, oh mama. I really wanted to pick this one, but... I feel like that's the obvious, obvious pick. And then Schitt's Creek and uh, BoJack Horseman as well. Just very, very good television. A lot of good stuff from Netflix. They're they're lacking in movies to to foreshadow that, I think, a little bit. But, I mean, I could have picked anything from that list and talked about it for a good 10 minutes. So, yeah, a lot of recs from me there. But I do want to sh- throw it over to you and hear what you have. I, I doubt it's anything I just listed off there, honestly. No, well, also, I do want to say, shout out, an honorable mention shout out is New Girl. When it comes to, like, a that kind of comedy show I, i'm a huge new girl fan doesn't have a great ending but uh my main recommendation is is i feel like within the groups of people that i hang out and talk to i don't know a ton of people that have watched or or are interested in the show but it's sex education we've done the episode on ender's game ace of ace of butterfield the butter boy, butter boy. Is the star of the show along with Jillian Anderson playing his mom who obviously is classic tv fame the x-files uh emma mackey and then also the uh, the newest pick for Doctor Who, the newest doctors on the show as well. It's a British TV show. It's, it's weirdly set in like this anachronist, like it's almost the 80s, almost the 90s, but it's modern day. Um, and it just deals with a ton of topics that young people don't often get good representation in media about. It, it talks about sex, talks about gender and sexuality and finding yourself. And it's this really cool and accurate portrayal of I think what youth is and and the things the questions that you deal with when you're trying to come of age and there's been three seasons and they've all been really good um Asa Butterfield kind of plays this neurotic awkward center protagonist at it all but there's a great supporting cast around him of interesting characters with diverse backgrounds and every season they've continued to add more characters and more layers and I'm excited the show is continuing on for its fourth season and uh I really look forward to it. I would recommend anybody check it out. It's a little bit of a shocking show at times. If you pull up the first episode, it is just a full sex scene. Mm. Maybe not something you sit and watch with your parents. But if you can kind of get past that like shock value of a lot of what it is, I think at first, and get into it, there's a really heartwarming series of storylines in there. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. I I just, I feel like it's really underseen because everybody that I that seems to watch it seems to really enjoy it, so... Mm. Yeah, I haven't seen it. But um, from the outside looking in, it does look like a, a very good cast, I would say. You got the girl who looks like Margot Robbie. I think she's very good. And then uh, the doctor, I want to hear you try and say his name. Me I, I know yeah, I, I, I admit I did not. Uh, <laughs> I should have done some research. I mean, obviously, like all of these people in the show are like getting cast in, in like bigger things, which I think is pretty telling of, of like a good young cast. Young cast, young core, whatever you want to call it. I can't talk still. Eventually, I might come around to watching the show because, I mean, I've seen basically everything else on Netflix. So his well name his name is Shuti Gatwa. Yeah, so there you good go. guy. And uh, No, I yeah, think, and I, very excited for his Who, future. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool. It's good casting. Um, I used to watch Doctor Who. I've you know kind of fallen out of it since the Peter Capaldi and then <laughs> and so on. But that, that might be something to bring me back to it, honestly. Because um, I'm a huge fan of his in the show. And it's it's really great. Really smart writing. I think there's a reason. Netflix has canceled a lot of shows. And this one continues to come back for a reason. And I think they got it right. Let's go on to movies. Cody, what's your movie pick for Netflix? Yeah, I got a great rec. You know, there's so many. Well, there, there's not that many movies on Netflix anymore. 
Um, one of the reasons they're dropping off, but there is a lot of one specific genre of movies. Uh, and it's very likely because they gave them like a 10 picture deal in the, the past uh, five years here. You know who I'm talking about. It's the Sandman, Adam Sandler, all time great. The selection on Netflix is okay. Uh, my pick is going to be Happy Gilmore just because I think that is my favorite comedy of all time. Fun fact, uh, if you don't know this already, I think I've said this before, but I was going to pick Happy Gilmore for my first movie pick of, of Cap instead of Princess Bride. But I backed out last second and went Princess Bride somehow Corp has never seen that, that great movie. But Happy Gilmore, it brings together two of my favorite things, which is comedy and sports movies. And it does it so well. Uh, th- I mean, this is primetime. Uh, Adam Sandler as well. Early 90s. You throw in Danny Glover. You throw in um, a great villain, such a memorable villain, Shooter McGavin. Just so hateable. And then you throw in a young uh, Claire Dunphy as well for Modern Family. A great love interest. Probably one of the best from Sandman's career. But, uh, I mean, I could quote this movie up and down. It's sort of like, uh, you know, our, our roommate Vano. He, he can say, like, every word to the, the Dark Knight, which is super annoying. So if you ever watch Happy Gilmore with me, that's that's basically the same vibes. But, I mean, you got Chubb's losing his hand to the alligator. Chubb's death. Chubb showing up in heaven at the end with the alligator. I mean, it, it's full circle stuff here. It's really, like, created a cool subgenre of, like, um, just like sports movie fans do, especially with golf. Because every time, like, at a golf outing, you know, you see somebody do the Happy Gilmore. Or you see somebody do, like, the Shooter McGavin hands after they make a putt or something. Just, like, small things like that, I, I think is really fun. And it, I think this movie has, like, built, a like, a small community around it, which I like a lot as well. But, I mean, as far as Adam Sandler goes, he doesn't make the best movies. I, I definitely know that. Um, and I'm sure everybody else knows that, too. But if you haven't seen this, I would actually, like, genuinely check it out. Because I think it is very funny. And just the vibes it gives off. Like one of the first scenes is just Sandler sitting in a batting cage, just taking balls off the dome. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to tough he's got to it up for hockey season. The hockey season, like the hockey uh, scenes, might be some of the funniest in the movie too, which is really, really ironic because it's a golf movie. But yeah, no, love this movie. Happy Gilmore is actually great. I I checked it out a few weeks ago and I had never seen it, and it, and it holds up. It's pretty funny. It's yeah. It's not the greatest movie ever made, but I think it's a decent, fun little sports movie. And the guy, uh, I'm the coming guy around on Adam Sandler recently. I gotta the guy say, in the boat who always yells, uh, jackass, great guy, needs to be in more stuff. I actually just watched, um, speaking of Adam Sandler, his stand up special that he had produced for Netflix called 100% Fresh. Not bad, actually. Really, if you're looking for a little stand up special to do, it's pretty well produced the way it's cut together. It, integrates a lot of different sets into one special but it, it yeah it's fun there's a really touching song tribute to chris farley at the end of it oh, another nice. touching song to his wife and some funny joke a lot of great music stuff like i know i think maybe just because i haven't done the whole like snl deep dive on sandler like, i knew he did music there's like this this is like probably 50 60 music wow. um and it's some pretty good stuff. You know, there's moments that don't quite work with me. It's Sandler. Uh, but there, there's some funny laughs and it, it's kind of cute. Another Sandler Netflix movie that just came out, Hustle. Check that out. That's definitely a recommendation. And then Murder Mystery is one that he did with, uh, I think, Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> I would that's, see that. That's also not too terrible. So <laughs> there's oh, some yeah. okay ones on Netflix. <laughs> my, uh, <clears throat> my real recommendation, though, the one that I want to shout out. Mm-hmm. I have not seen this movie this is the first movie i have seen it 
I, I was gonna say you haven't seen it <laughs> <laughs> this is the first movie i saw at the beginning of 2021 so it's been a year and a half since i've seen it as i was trying to say mm-hmm. uh but it's funny it's in the conversation jurassic park is around sam neil's back the movie is hunt for the wilder people and sam neil is in the movie also thor love and thunder comes out next week and this is a taika watiti movie yeah. so there's the little connection there. It's also got Julian Dennison, who's the little kid from Deadpool 2. And this is just like this really, it's set in New Zealand. So it's kind of back to the Taika Waititi roots a little bit. It's very much in his realm of humor. So if you like the Thor humor, if you like the Jojo Rabbit humor, it's very much like that. It's that sensibility. But it's kind of also this like pseudo father-son story um, about people out in the wilderness like trying to find their way and connect and it's really fun and it's interesting and i don't know it's it's a cute movie it's taika watiti if you like that thing then if you like thor if you like jojo rabbit you would enjoy this movie as well it's a heartfelt story good yeah. little comedy another good pick two for two here on stuff i haven't seen so i might actually have to follow your picks i didn't even look at your list probably everything you recommend i haven't even seen funny enough but uh taika good guy i'm very excited for Thor 4, to be fair, I think Christian Bale is going to be absolutely insane. And Early reviews are out, you know. It's okay. It's okay. I've heard it's a little short, which is yeah, interesting. Only, There's been some hours. really... So I think it's under. I think it's like an hour 45, hour maybe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, either way, I've heard it's very short for as much as they're trying to do. Um, considering they've had some very long phase for MCU movies, like Spider-Man yeah. was like I mean, half hours. They kind of did the same thing with uh, Multiverse of Madness, where they cut a bunch of stuff like they cut yeah that movie's still yeah i don't understand just let it be long everybody likes these movies i'll send it out i'll send a excuse me a theater for like three hours i don't really give a shit dude so i don't really understand that i love to see three hours of you know christian bale and thor you know fighting over gods on planets and stuff so i i really don't understand that but yep mcu's dead dude kevin feige get him off get him off the you know get him into star wars well i don't know about that either but Star Wars he's, is its own mess, but he's making a Star Wars movie. Yeah, so it's Taika Waititi. <laughs> who, who isn't making a Star Wars movie? Ryan Johnson's making like ten movies, evidently. So Patty Jenkins, I'll buy it when I see a trailer. How about that? Fair enough. Marky Mark. Yeah, I was going to say, don't leave out my boy Wahlberg. <laughs> I mean, this movie, if you actually haven't watched this episode of Cap, I would, because I think it is a good one. And if you haven't seen this movie, go watch this movie. Oh, yeah. If you haven't seen this movie, obviously watch that first. But um, I'm shipping up to Boston. <laughs> great, Drop great Murphy's, dude. This movie's ridiculous. I mean, if uh, this was on the board, I mean, I'd take this movie over Happy Gilmore 99 out of 100 times, and I'd fucking <laughs> Happy Gilmore. So... You know, I'm not the fucking rat, Corbin, but that's all I know. Great fucking movie. Let's let's move on. And speaking of Marvel and Star Wars and yeah, yeah. it's Disney Plus. <laughs> that's our next thing. So uh, why don't I get us started with the TV okay. show? And now this, I do have to say this is a light recommendation because this is still currently airing. And my recommendation is Miss Marvel. Now, it's an MCU property. So realistically, like how unseen is it? Eh. But I know it's their lowest performing TV show that they've had thus far. And honestly, I think it's one of their better ones. Uh, Cody, what are your early thoughts on Miss Marvel so far? Yeah, no, I, I think it's a great wreck, honestly. And um, so far, I mean, again, it's only like been what, four episodes or something. I mean, we're f- but we're four of six. So, you know, 
There's only that two left. True. Again, with this stuff, make this goddamn longer. I, I, I don't understand that. But six episodes, I don't think, is enough for a TV show. But so far, I have enjoyed it a lot. And um, it does. WandaVision was nine. It was so much better because WandaVision was nine. I know. And the first three were all just like that one niche thing, which is so cool. I mean, I, I couldn't recommend this show high enough either. I think just the cast, again, to talk on that. If you got a good cast in a TV show, by the way, I'm going to like it. The depth that they give to like each new character they bring in, I think is sick. And sort of just like the relationship of the main three. And then you have, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, I don't remember. But I'm not a big fan of the villains, if I'm being honest. The one kid who she has like a crush on or whatever. Cameron. Yeah, Cameron. There it is. He's cool. He kind of like turns on whoever anyways. I don't, I don't understand. Is he like their, their son or something? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyways, good show. It's getting I a little bit bogged it. down in the yeah. the all of it yeah the tone and the production value i think is perfect for for miss marvel and i I think it's actually i gotta i do have to shout out i think it is really cool representation to think about like 10 years ago would we ever have a muslim superhero maybe five years like i i i don't know i think it's very cool that 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 we're getting to this point this you know kind of looking at this south asian indian subcontinent i mean we got a little bit of an internals which was cool stuff with kingo doing the bollywood stuff marvel while it's a ton of content and I don't know if we need all of this content and all these TV shows and we're kind of getting overflowed with it on the positive side is if they're going to do a ton of content, at least they're doing a ton of content that's bringing in more representation. And like, I mean, this is cool because it's a young character. It's a young Muslim character, you know, South Asian character, like, and she's also just like a teenager living in America. And it's just a really cool story. I I think it's fantastic that we're getting to that point. We'll probably do a, rating of all the mcu tv shows at some point maybe or like a ranking or something but i would say this this is definitely up there for me compared i i like it a lot better than what they did with moon knight yeah i would say i mean uh i'd probably have put to it see where it third. is but yeah no i'd probably put it third behind uh loki and wandavision uh which you know funny enough are a couple of my honorable mentions here and then i do have one other honorable mention which just came to disney plus actually daredevil great show evidently they're doing a fourth season so excited for that. Corbin, you know what my uh, my main wreck is here. Uh, You're a huge <laughs> Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Guy. I, could, I could not not talk about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So I'm going to talk about it here uh, shortly. But great show. The first season, pretty fucking terrible, if I'm being honest. <laughs> uh, but watch it anyways, just so you get to know the characters and everything. But it's bad. When it first aired live, I remember I watched, I think, the first two episodes. It's god-awful, and I didn't watch again, I think, until season three, which is actually very, very good stuff. Season one, not good. Season two, okay. Season three, season four, season five, I think, is actually very, very good television. And then the last season I like a lot as well. They do another thing where they like do a one-off season where they're in space, and it's fucking terrible but you can skip that one. If you pick your moments in the show, it is about as good about like MCU comic book stuff you can get, I think. So Clark Gregg, uh, and then uh, as well, you get the Inhumans Blast, which is season three, which makes a show, I think. You got, uh, what's her name? Is her name Chloe Kim? I don't know. That's not her name, is it? Uh, it's the girl who plays, you know, Quake. Badass. She should be in a lot more stuff. I think she dated Logan Paul. That's probably why she did shouldn't do too much after that but the cast is actually very good fit simmons so lovable even have a great villain with war um, like chloe bennett chloe bennett what that's a she's a she's a uh snowboarder if you want gold anywho uh (laughs) this show is great and i'm actually a big fan season three specifically 
has a couple one-off episodes where Simmons is stuck in space. <laughs> and then you have uh, as well the inhuman big twist on uh, Ming-Na Wen's character, which is also just phenomenal stuff. Phenomenal just specific storytelling, like from a comic standpoint. So uh, yeah, if you're a nerd, I think you'll love the show. So I couldn't recommend it enough. And if uh, you're this is just what I'll talking say. about it, I think I am i love the show so much yeah you got too many things that you're trying to watch at once too many tv shows <laughs> i actually do i think the thing that if you're especially if you're like an early mcu fan maybe you're not as interested in what they're doing right now you could definitely go back and really enjoy this but like i think somewhere where agents of shield was really successful in the early seasons was kind of the way they were able to integrate it and build it around what was happening in the larger mcu movies because there's specific moments um, I remember when I was first watching the show, like when Thor comes out, like you can watch the first five episodes and then Thor happens and then there's references to it. You know, Chris Hemsworth's not showing up in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., obviously, but there are direct references to the movies and they're set in the timeline of like literally it'll be airing mid-season. A movie will come out and then we'll get the references afterwards, which is just something I think is really cool that we don't see with these new tv shows at least in the way that you would like to see it i guess the the connections like while they all feel like they're in the same universe they don't really feel like they're connected or having it like the eternals there's a celestial in the sea at this point in the the modern mcu and it's not been even like mentioned or thought about and like if agents of shield was still on it would probably be like a huge plot point or like something that like stemming from that so even though like they said it was very like in the later seasons, Kevin Feige and everyone was very clear, like agents shield is not Canon and it's completely separate. There's still some cool connections, whether you or not you want to consider it Canon, the storylines inter interweave in a fun way that feels more comic booky than kind of what we're getting now, because that's the thing about comic books. You could have a panel where like Spider-Man just like swings in or something. And like, you can't do that in comic movies all the time. You can't just have Spider-Man come in for a frame. Like, yeah. Agents of Shield, I think, creates a better interconnectedness, um, which is cool. That's a good point. I think um, early on in the show, I think maybe they leaned on that too much as well. When you find that perfect medium, I think it, it is very good. And it kind of makes me want to just like watch everything in order of the MCU through Agents of Shield. So kind of start off with that Thor in season one, because Sif shows up in, in Agents of Shield. Mm. But then season two is a lot revolved around like Captain America, Winter Soldier, obviously, with, with the fall of Hydra Hulk. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that I, I kind of just want to throw that in of, of rewatching the show, just rewatch some of the best MCU movies that, that like tie in as well. But yeah. I definitely back what you're saying. No, absolutely. Uh, do you want to move over to our movie picks? Absolutely. And uh, we're going to switch it up. I'm going to go because I'm going to go back to back. Oh, head. okay. Uh, <laughs> screw you. Um, I have a few honorable mentions. First off, all the Muppets movies are on Disney Plus, so you can't really go wrong with any of those. Hey, um, and shout out if you're listening to this podcast, you watch the Muppet movies. Our boys, Rough Cut Retrospective, they're doing a Muppets episode today, so you can go listen to that. I saw on Letterbox they were uh, rewatching all the classics. A couple of Muppets in Space uh, ratings <laughs> I, I disagreed with, but uh, <laughs> the, the newest Justice the Muppets, for Muppets in Space. Yeah, exactly. The newest The Muppets movie, Jason Segel, Amy Adams. That's phenomenal. Pretty good. Stuff. Yeah, very good. Movie. I mean, I think it's it's at like 99% of Rotten Tomatoes. So actually check that out if you haven't seen it. But sort of like a dual pick I have here. And uh, I just found out these are on Disney Plus. Because I was trying, it was a couple months ago, I was trying to find out where you could watch some of the X-Men movies at. 
because I'm a big X-Men guy. And evidently, First Class and Days of Future Past are both on Disney Plus now, which actually went onto the app. So I was like, I don't even believe that. I don't believe anything on you know Google anymore. And they <laughs> are there. So I am definitely going to watch those in, in the next couple of weeks because uh, it's just something I wanted to revisit. Um, I mean, they got... They really got a lot of them. They have the last stand. They have the first one. They have Apocalypse. I mean, yeah, they got them all. Even yeah. Origins. I know. I know. So good job from Disney Plus there. Finally, you know, bought out, I guess, Fox. Uh, Capitalism, man. Yeah, but I mean, they already did buy out Fox, but whatever. They finally got the but titles. Days of Future Past is, is what I wanted to specifically talk about. Just because I think it does something sort of in a similar sense to No Way Home of just the achievement of, of bringing these these two casts together so successfully is kind of ridiculous for for the timing of the x-men as well it's make an actual like good movie around that too is is surprising for the x-men i'm not gonna lie i mean obviously you start out in the future with the original cast magneto storm professor x obviously wolverine but i mean you get some of these cool new mutants that like we're not going to see much of just because they have dope powers and they would only survive in this ridiculous apocalypse because they have unbelievable powers also the Iceman slide is Iceman's one of my favorite characters fucking sick but um and then we go back to the past with these actors the, like the original cast is great but the new cast is so good uh James McAvoy you know Jennifer Lawrence Michael Fassbender, Fassbender. You, get, you do not get a much better trio that in uh I think modern movies just from an acting standpoint and to do it in a comic book movie, I think is ridiculous. So obviously, like most of the emotional stuff is is on that side of things, which is smart writing wise. Which again, you don't hear that much in the X Men franchise. <laughs> but um, and then the mending of everything together through Wolverine, obviously that's a great choice as well. Hugh Jackman's got to be in the movie. Plot points, you can you know it's not it's not the tightest script or anything, but I think it's just something like I can put on at any time and, and really enjoy. So. That's definitely my big rec. First class is also great. And uh, obviously that's stemming back to the new cast and everything. You know, fucking Magneto hunting Nazis. Who doesn't want to see that? It, it's Michael Fassbender, bro. But yeah, no, big X-Men guy. But Days of Future Past is, I think, criminally underrated in, in the comic book world. I think it's my third favorite X-Men movie, maybe. I don't know, fourth favorite. It's it's decent. <laughs> Check uh, it out. I'm a first class apologist. I like first class a lot, too. Yeah, And X2, man. X2 is good, but... Not that good. All right. So uh, we're going to go over to my pick, which is is a new release movie that came out this year. I think I've talked about it on the pod before, but it is uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. And uh, what is there to say about this movie? I mean, Cody, you haven't you haven't checked it out yet, have you? I sadly have not. I've seen a lot of stuff on Twitter about it, though. I've seen a lot, I've seen a lot of scenes and stuff. <laughs> this is the thing about this movie, and I, I won't harp on it for too long because I feel like it's it's done the rounds on Twitter, but it's essentially like, what they were trying to do with Space Jam, a new legacy, but done effectively and like in an actual funny way. And I don't know if that helps because you've got John Mulaney and, and Andy Samberg is like at the center of it. And it was directed by one of the Lonely Island dudes. I don't know which one. Akiva. And <laughs> so like it's it's like that kind of like it's it it's good humor from like smart people. And it, it integrates those characters like like you've probably seen on Twitter, like the the ugly Sonics and the various Seth Rogen voice characters and whatever the fuck else. It's a fun story. Children will enjoy it. Adults will enjoy it. There's stuff for everybody. Some good laughs. And uh, it's kind of like a Who Framed Roger Rabbit in 2022. Yeah. And Who Framed Roger Rabbit is a classic. So Christopher Lloyd can't beat it. But uh, I do want to check it out eventually. 
Chippendale, classic. And now, finally, we got to do our, our previous pod episode. Uh, we've done a couple movies on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cody, One of Cody's favorites, Chicken Little. That's a Disney Plus extravaganza. That's another classic there, yeah. <laughs> but we decided we would recommend Princess Bride, which this, who hasn't seen The Princess Bride? Why hadn't is the thing. I, I had not seen it before we uh, did the episode over it, but... You know, I, I think it's a it's a classic, fun little story. It's iconic. You've got that scene of the the goblet and the poison and Wallace Shawn, man. Wallace Shawn, there you go. Inconceivable. <laughs> so quotable, so good. Corbin does not like this movie much, if you can't tell. It's definitely one that I would recommend, a childhood favorite of mine. And um, yeah, I mean, this actually is a classic, I think. And uh, yeah. I could write off some quotes, but I don't really want to. So I'll stick with inconceivable marriage. I like that one too. All right. <laughs> let's move on. Okay. Let's go to HBO Max now. And uh, Cody, what's your TV show from HBO Max? I don't remember when I got HBO Max, probably like a few months ago, but I've been on a big TV binge through there. So I am still getting through a couple of things. I mentioned last episode, I'm, I'm watching Succession, which is evidently good, but it took me a while to get through Game of Thrones. So that's on my honorable mention. Uh, God damn, the last season's terrible, but um, it is a good show. I, I would still highly recommend it, obviously. But my pick <laughs> is Impractical Jokers, Corbin. I'll tell you what, I've picked a, a couple comedies today. I think this is my last comedy, honestly. But we saved the best for last. This show is the peak of both New York and comedy television, I think. Uh, <laughs> there you go, I got laugh at him. But, uh, I mean, the Jokers, you got Joe. You know, the leader, Murr, the weirdo, Sal, you know, I don't even know how to describe him. And then Q, the former firefighter, which is a great guy. But uh, great dynamic. You really can't get, I think, a better group of guys together. And then they just do the dumbest stuff. That's pretty much the show. So if you haven't seen it, they made like, I don't know, 10 seasons of it. Never gets old. Go check what about, it out. Uh, what are your thoughts on the dude leaving? Well, yeah, Joe, he, he left for... Uh, for the last season, I haven't been able to check it out because I haven't watched some other stuff. It's probably See, we can't good. speak post Joe yeah. leaving. Yeah. It, I mean, I'm sure it's not as good because Joe's the funniest one. <laughs> so that kind of sucks. But I think they were bringing in like guests like Eric Andre. And um, I- I'm sure it's OK. I just haven't seen it yet. So no comment. I have a question for you before we move on to okay. my TV show. Curb Your Enthusiasm. Now, that's a TV show on HBO Max. You ever, yeah. you ever watch that? I've not seen that show. Big Seinfeld guy. I've heard it's better than Seinfeld. I would actually watch it, honestly, but yeah, I don't know. Larry David, he's funny, but I think Larry David was the brains of I think he was the brains of Seinfeld. I think that's like common knowledge. Everyone everyone knows it. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, Jerry didn't do anything. He just stood (laughs) up there and said, What's the deal with airplane food? (laughs) It's a really (laughs) good that's funny. That's funny. Um Jerry impression. Maybe I should uh, check out Curb. It's probably better than Practical Jokers. It's not my recommendation. But my recommendation is a, sh- a show we've talked about on the podcast uh, because we watched it together actually a few months ago, but it's Peacemaker. I feel like Suicide Squad lost money for Somehow. Warner Brothers. Yeah. Came out at an interesting time. I don't know. Well, there's a lot of haters, a lot of Zack Snyder fans that really hate on Suicide Squad movie. I think it's a pretty good movie, but um, it's not as good as the bet it's not the best thing james gunn has done and i think peacemaker is actually a lot more successful than suicide squad no you don't think so i think in the tv format and i think with that specific character james gunn was allowed to have a lot more fun do an r-rated thing i mean he did that with suicide squad too but i just think it was 
not as not as successful as Guardians One. Yeah, I, don't know. I mean yeah. that's I think Guardians One is much better, but I think the Suicide Squad is a very good movie. But Peacemaker is good as well. But I just don't like the Suicide Squad slander out here. You know, I don't know. There's things I liked about it a lot. I still have actually only watched it once. Maybe I should give it another rewatch. Best, yeah, best I didn't movie. love that stuff. Oh, um, but Peacemaker's fun. It's an interesting. It's just John Cena playing the character that I think John Cena was born to play. Also an interesting supporting cast, kind of a weird thing. And a good little fun cameo at the end from some superheroes. I really like uh, Vigilante, actually. I think that was probably my favorite character. And uh, I like the eagle, too. The eagle effects are actually like very good, I thought, for the show. And it's just like a really dumb character. Eagly, bro. Eagly. Big, uh, big Eagly guy. But, but yeah. yeah, John Cena is actually good in it, which is weird as well. Exactly. That's I think that's the thing that makes it. It's like He's actually decent. I and I th- the thing is John Cena is a great person. So shout out to John Cena as a person. But it's it's cool to see him not be a terrible actor and something. Yeah, so it's great. <laughs> Peacemaker. Let's throw it over to movies. Why don't you Why don't you hit it first? Yeah, you staying know, in the think, MCU vein. What? I think it's actually a pretty good selection of movies. My honorable mentions. I do have The Aviator, which I think is a Leo underrated performance. And uh, also 12 Years a Slave, which is obviously just a very good movie. Trigo Tadjibur and... Lupin uh, Nyong'o. Lupin Nyong'o, yeah. Brad Pitt. Tough names, tough names, but... Michael Fassbender. Good. Yeah, his role I don't like so much. But uh, my pick is Chef. I think another very underrated movie. Kind of like in the MCU vein with John Favreau and Robert Downey. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you knew my pick. I, I forget we... Whatever. Okay, John Favreau of MCU fame, actually, if you didn't know and, that. And Robert Downey he Jr. In it. Yeah, RGK is in it for a little bit, which is really funny. But no, John Favreau, I think, is great in this movie. He uh, stars and directs. It's kind of... I feel like it's kind of his passion project a little bit. It's just like a love for food. And it's just... Every time I watch it, I feel like you're just in that great mood the entire time which is hard to do for a movie. It's such like a, it's the best feel-good movie I think that I've seen, which is saying a lot. But um, great film. If you like food in general, if you're a food guy like me, you half of it's just like making food. So great movie. John Favreau performance-wise though, I think it's very good as well. Do you feel bad when you like eat something afterwards and it's not as good as the food you were just watching? Well, no, I just know I can't really cook like that. Yeah, I can't even pretend. So there's no point in even getting my hopes up. But yeah. <laughs> Cody, you're an expert chef. Don't let anybody uh, deny you of that fact. Oh, appreciate that, man. What's your movie pick? I feel like it is kind of a deep selection as well. Like you can kind of go anywhere you want to. Yeah, HBO Max is the place to get movies. I will say that. Uh, there's a ton of fantastic movies on there. Um, you really can't go wrong. Classics and, and new films, the, a lot of Warner Brothers library. Uh, but I went, I went, actually did go for a new film, and it's a 2022 release from. Uh, a favorite of yours favorite of mine steven soderbergh the man who makes like six movies a year at this point but he's he's done he's got a lot of interesting movies on streaming actually he has high flying bird and the laundromat that are on netflix he's got um no sudden move and this film that are on hbo max he, he's just making movies left and right and he's kind of taking advantage of that streaming model but kimmy has zoe kravitz catwoman herself in the lead role and this really is a movie that kind of lives and dies on the the power of the main character because it's about a woman who's afraid to leave her own house it's also a pandemic film it's a covid set movie but not in the sense of like it's about covid it's just set during covid times so like she's an agoraphobe who doesn't want to leave her house so she stays inside but like 
people go outside and they wear masks and it's, it's just kind of part of the setting. So it's cool to like modernize it, but not, you know, that's something Steven Soderbergh would do, like write a, a story set in the modern day with COVID as a present. Um, but it, she's kind of like, she works for an Amazon type company that has like Alexa devices, but instead of Alexa, they're Kimmy devices. And then she undercovers some sort of crime happening and then, you know, follow from there. She, she kind of does software stuff. So it's cool because it's, First of all, it's prescient. It's, you know, oh my God, Alexa devices are listening to us at all times. Uh, there's also, you know, the thriller scariness of it. There's the COVID of it. There's, I don't know, there's a lot of cool stuff and it's a really amazing actress at the center of it all. So check it out. Yeah, I buy it. Yeah, I think you've talked about this one before. I don't think I've ever even seen like a trailer or anything probably just tough. But I mean, you throw Soderbergh and, and Zoe Kravitz together, like I'm down. You give me that sort of like, you know, horror kind of like AI vibes. I like that too. Yeah, so. some thrillish stuff. And uh, it's, you know, it's 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 one of those, it's like, it's a good movie, right? Like yeah. you watch it, you enjoy it. Nothing to hate, but nothing, you know, I'm not saying it's the greatest thing of all time. <laughs> Steve, <laughs> Soderbergh, Soderbergh kind of produces this like, not mid-level because he's very talented, but like really like solid, consistent work. And he does it always with like an interesting medium or an interesting idea around it like he'll shoot a movie on an iphone or he'll do like a weird period piece and 50s noir and he'll have matt damon coming at the end like i don't know and he'll do high shit it, it's fun <laughs> I, I mean soderbergh just that track record like you said he can almost do anything and i i would probably still watch it so also uh he had a couple classics from that guy as well logan lucky what a film that is but yeah daniel craig man our pick for podcast movie that's also on <clears throat> hbo max is t2 judgment day not a movie I'm super high on. I like <laughs> the just I my like Terminator. doesn't like any of these movies. <laughs> I like The Departed. I, no, I like T2. T2 is a good film. Some people say it's the greatest sequel of all time. So why don't you go be the judge of that? I would I disagree. But. I mean, just action-wise, this movie I think is is very good. And for an action movie, the story is actually I think like next level for how good the action is. I, I don't know. Dude, young John Connor as well. Great actor. Great kid actor in this movie. Arnold is Arnold whatever that's the thing I don't think you can until you watch the like the first two Terminator movies you can never really understand like Arnold Schwarzenegger like what that is and like what that means great guy but <laughs> Weirdo. Yeah, you know, he's whatever in this movie but uh phenomenal <laughs> film I, James Cameron I mean this guy Jim he's, he's back this year he is for you know whatever reason five hour time movies but <laughs> I think it, like his style in the 90s, I think is so fun. I think it's just one you got to check out in your life. Why not? Amazon Prime Time. Amazon Prime Time. That. Prime Speaking time. of the uh, all-powerful Jeff Bezos' company, Amazon, they're always lurking. What are, what are your thoughts on Amazon Prime, Cody? Are you a user of Amazon Prime? <laughs> I do not really use Amazon Prime. Um, there's a lot of good stuff. There's always there. like a weird thing that'll be on there or like the Prime original is, is an interesting piece of content i don't know there's yeah, some decent have, movies on there yeah there's there's more movies than tv shows i think i've, I've probably only seen like i don't even know maybe like five <laughs> or ten of like total so i didn't have that big of a pool to, to choose from yeah I, I i don't use this uh, site at all which is funny i kind of want to hear your tv show you want to hear my tv show first I do. it's one that uh i've talked about a few times i guess on the podcast is just being enjoying but it's it's scrubs so oh, uh yeah, it's a classic. I, I I've talked about it a ton, but <clears throat> what else Zach have you watched on Prime? Nothing. TV shows? Oh, psych! You've seen 
Uh, you know, Psych Invincible is good. Hell's Kitchen. Oh, you can get some Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> That's on, on my Amazon Prime. This too. <laughs> Listen, I know The Boys is something that everybody talks about, but I just yeah, haven't watched I, it. I do want to watch that too. Dude, there's so much good TV. House, House is on Amazon Prime. You've seen that? Yeah. Why have, you, why have you seen House? Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That's a good show. I'd recommend yeah. that. Yeah. That's my official. That's my official recommendation. Since Cody doesn't want me to do scrubs, okay, <laughs> I'm gonna re- recommend Buffy, the, Buffy on the off the top rope here. Yeah, uh, they have all seven seasons. There's also the spinoff show Angel. Yeah. Uh, David Boreanaz. We have the same birthday, May 16th. So there you go, King of TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But no, I actually my my sister and my mom when I was a young child were very big Buffy fans probably when it was on tv so it was it was kind of in the house we we own all the seasons um my cats my my mother's cats really uh are named angel spike and buffy oh, yeah. so this is a serious the serious recommendation this actually is a decent show it's very 90s our boy joss cody loves him uh not a great guy in hindsight but he did work on this show uh so if you i don't know there, there's some fun stuff in here it, it's kind of spooky banger of a theme song <laughs> yeah it's a good show check it out i do kind of like both i will say I the vibes the vibes are just immaculate for that show oh yeah allison hannigan too which is I oh mean, yeah that's a great she's fantastic seth green's in like a season or two the the other people are not yeah yeah <laughs> but it's like okay actually. james marsters plays spike so there you go but <laughs> yeah i don't know i would actually recommend it like if you haven't have you seen, seen it like, cody like how much like have you actually watched the show yeah, I've seen a few seasons. I would say, like, if you There's haven't seen scary like, stuff. a couple episodes, I think you just watch it. And you're just like, it's not what you expect at all. I don't think. Very campy as well. So, well, I, yeah. I hinting, at, hinting at the TV stuff that we were talking about, maybe this will, you know, come back. This or Scrubs. That's all right, I've Cody, what's that. your TV recommendation? Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, my honorable mentions for this was Hell's Kitchen and Psych. I do like both those shows a good amount. Is Psych on Amazon Prime? That's surprising. It's a, I think it's on Peacock too. Oh, is it? No, I'm fairly certain it's on Amazon Prime. But uh, the show I'm going for, I think I've talked about this once maybe. You're is right. White Collar. Mm. I talked about uh, this is actually a great show. Matt Bomer, uh, he basically starts, and the other guy is great as well. It's basically these two guys. One of them is, you know, this great. Uh, is this whatever. like he's a fake Harvard graduate or something? No, no, that's suits. That's, that's suits. Megan Markle. Dang, <laughs> I get those confused. They're kind of the same show, though, right? White collar is when this forger. Um, oh, go and is, work for the. It's FBI. from the same people as Psych, right? I actually don't know, but it's actually very good. I think uh, the first couple seasons, especially, there's like this big mystery, and then it's kind of a good reveal, and then like the the uh, I think they made like I don't even know six or maybe it was on USA network though right which is the same yeah. thing that psych was on i think that's what it is oh, okay it was on the same network that's what you're saying yeah that makes sense but i think like the actual intrigue of the show is very good and underrated so that's my like just throw it out there kind of random thing that i just like really like but actually a very good show i think so check it out does it have a good ending i, I mean it's okay i wasn't the biggest fan but it's not like seinfeld out here but it was okay yeah okay Could have been better better than impractical <laughs> uh very likely yeah yeah i'll do my uh movie now on amazon prime and this actually yeah. is an amazon original so i think i 
I mentioned it because this movie is called The Report and it stars Adam Driver. So I think I did talk about it when we did our top five actors. But The Report is a kind of, I guess, surprising movie maybe for Amazon to make. But it's essentially about this Senate staffer, I guess is the, the term for him. And basically does an investigation into the torture that uh, we were performing on people at like Guantanamo Bay and in other black site prisons. And uh, he basically is the person who does this, creates this whole, pro- these enhanced interrogation tactics that were being used, creates a whole report, the whole torture report thing. He does the investigating. Uh, it's kind of been hidden and blacked out and then was kind of released in the press and very interesting movie kind of opens your eyes to the awful things that America does on a regular basis. And it's Adam Driver, who, again, I think I said this in the last podcast where we talked about it, where it's like, this is a guy who was an American soldier, someone who cared deeply about his country. Making a movie like this, it's clear he has very strong convictions about the message that it's trying to trying to say. And, uh, yeah, good one to check out. I think Amazon Prime actually does have quite a good uh, you know, selection of movies. Probably uh, this is going to be one of the longer honorable mention lists. Uh, I want to shout out Dallas Buyers Club, Matthew McConaughey, great movie. Fargo, Office Space, I think a, a very good comedy as well, which I almost thought about taking. District 9, which we've talked about before, but I like that movie a lot. And then Little Miss Sunshine, great Steve Carell. I love that movie. And then obviously The Prestige as well. Train to Busan, Manchester by the Sea, Juno. Oh, it, it, the list goes on and on. It's I haven't seen uh, either of those. Manchester by the Sea is like next to my list, I think. But anyway, my pick is A Few Good Men, which I think is very underrated. That's why I picked it. And it's just got the iconicness, obviously, of the main line of, you can't handle the truth, uh, which is great. I, such a great moment. But Jack this Nicholson. Is great. This is a great Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah. Just Tom right Cruise, now. again, from this to Top Gun is miles and miles. I don't know what he's doing in Top Gun because he's very good in this movie, I think. And then Jack Nicholson. I think one of the most underrated performances of his career as well. I think that guy's menacing as shit. Uh, and that courtroom scene is, is actually very intense. But uh, yeah, if you, I mean, this is quite a throwback at this point. When was this made? Like 95 or something? So I feel like it's 91, a deal of time. Yeah. And Tom Cruise is still a relevant actor, which is crazy. But, uh, you know, it, it's an older movie. It has aged a little bit. 1992? Yeah, 92. I mean, that's crazy for, for Tommy. He's still making movies like a movie star right now. I think performance-wise and story-wise, it's actually very underrated. Aaron Sorkin. That's true. I mean, that's, again, young Aaron Sorkin. I, I completely forgot about that. But yeah, the dialogue, bro, in that court scene is gross. Yeah, Aaron Sorkin and, and Rob Reiner coming back as well for the Prince of <laughs> Rob Reiner. Yeah, classic director there. Our uh, podcast episode that we can recommend that you can watch on Amazon Prime Arrival. I mean, Denis Villeneuve. This guy. They're all hits, but it's another of my rec, dude. These are literally all. I my... love Arrival, though. You can't. I think God, Arrival is fantastic. Yeah. No, if you haven't seen that, go check out our episode on that as well. But yeah, great movie. Amy Adams back when she was in good movies. Those were good times. <laughs> Cody, moving on to Hulu. What's your uh, TV show? I don't even know what this is. What does it say? <laughs> oh, the first picky doesn't know of mine. It is. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Oh. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Hulu, uh, kind of dead right now. I could have picked How I Met Your Mother, I guess. 
but I literally stopped watching that show when I tried to rewatch it this last time because it was so bad. <laughs> so I don't think I can drink it. But it's always sunny in Philadelphia. I haven't finished it all yet, but I'm like halfway through basically. Just like the sort of sketch comedy of like every episode, you can literally just do whatever you want and make it as dumb as possible. Um, I like that format. And again, it, it's about the cast. Danny DeVito, I think, is by far the best. And that's why he's like the late edition because they need something else. But I think the other three, I think Glenn Howerton in particular is actually extremely funny. Um, but I mean, with the show as well, you never know what you're going to get. You get the dumbest episodes, you get the funniest, you get like just the most fucked up. Like it's a dumb show, but I feel like if you just watch like five episodes of it, you're going to get something different every time. So you might as well just like try something out like that. But yeah, it's always sunny. Hulu classic. Like I said, Hulu, not the best TV. I don't think, <laughs> but uh, that is my pick. I want to say there, there's some decent shows on Hulu. Shouts to Bob's Burgers, Cody. You're not a Bob's Burgers guy. <laughs> I've not seen Bob's Burgers. I need Bob's to Burgers actually is not too bad. <laughs> Well, the movie's already out, so you're late. Oh, I missed it already. Tough. People like Modern Family. I can't say that I personally yeah. am attracted to that. Okay. Um, I think Hulu has like Law and Order on it or something. Yeah, Hands Made Tale. I mean, we're basically living in that right now, so I don't know if that's really something you want to watch. Uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, again, also not necessarily something you want to glorify right now. I have heard that, first of all, Abbott Elementary, I've heard very good things about that show. I don't know if you've heard of that. That's on Hulu. Also, a new show, The Bear, that's out. I've heard decent things about. But my suggestion is something that I, I guess I've talked about before. But it's Atlanta. It's that FX crossover with Hulu. That's why it's on Hulu. Um, season three is over. Fantastic show. This, I mean, obviously, I'm a huge Donald Glover fan, whether he's acting or writing music or singing or rapping or directing or producing, whatever it is. I love Donald Glover, and I think this show is really fantastic great writing kind of unlike anything else that's on television's really interesting blend of the atlanta hip-hop scene and afro surrealism and it's really cool stuff and it's unique and people are trying to emulate it i think and zazie beats is fantastic brian tyree henry lakeith stanfield one of my favorite actors crazy cast that's the thing it's like i mean these people did this show first and then they got big because of how good this show was. And Emmy, Emmy award-winning television. Zazie Beats is my new Dave Batista, isn't she? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> supposed to be. <laughs> you haven't really been, you kind of went back to it. Yeah. The Kardashians. Brian Tyree Henry and Lakeith Enfield as well, though, just like supporting characters, like in that point in their career is crazy. Season three is finished, but uh, season four should be coming soon. There you go. Good luck. It's your movie, Cody. Yeah, my movie for Hulu. Uh, again, I don't know, the best selection here. So I have talked about most of these movies before. Booksmart, obviously great. Go check out that episode. And then Logan Lucky, I, I already mentioned this episode, but phenomenal Soderbergh film. My pick, however, is going to be Looper, which I'll tell you what, is a movie I did not expect to like as much as I did. Uh, and mostly because every Ryan Johnson movie I'd seen before then was kind of shit. Uh, <laughs> get, I mean, uh, Knives Out, I do like that movie, but... <laughs> The first, I mean, Looper, I think is... You just don't like The Last Jedi. Oh, yeah. (laughs) God, that movie sucks. But anyways, uh, Looper, I mean, I think, again, performances, but the, the, like, sci-fi aspect of it is actually very interesting. And you get a good Bruce Willis, which is surprising out of it as well. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, he's got something going on in his face, not too sure. But And then you throw in a surprise Emily Blunt with a, you know, psychopath kid with, you know, kinetic superpowers. 
actually super she's good sci-fi yeah it, oh emily blunt and i didn't even know she's in it the first time i saw it which is awesome yeah i think just the sci-fi time travel aspect just thrown into a universe where this kid is going to rule the world and be the per- worst person ever because he has superpowers i think that's a really fun story and actually like good writing from ryan johnson so maybe he's not a terrible director obviously knives out two out of three i've seen from him has been good but just that one man, yeah, you can't get past it. Knives Out oh. is fantastic. That's that's one of my uh, top movies ever, man. I love Knives. Yeah, Out. I need to rewatch it. I think it's good. I I think it's a little overrated from that standpoint. Glass Onion coming out this year, new new Brian Johnson Knives Out movie. So there you go, Cody. That's it. My uh, Hulu selection, which I probably should double check and make sure is actually still on Hulu, but it's a Hulu original. So yeah, it's Plan B. It's very much in the vein of a book smart or a super bad it's it's kind of like that it's, it's the two girls thing uh but what happens in this movie is essentially these two young girls there's a party one of them has sex with somebody they realize that they need to get some plan b contraceptive pills they can't get them in the state they're in which again this is prescient to modern society i guess but they they have to go across state lines to then to go get a plan b pill and it's just this fun like buddy comedy movie road trip uh coming of age finding love in a hopeless place and i i actually prefer it to book smart to be entirely honest with you hot take some people will say it's a bit of a rip off of it but i i think it's better i think it's funnier and uh go check it out if you like book smart you'll probably like this movie good right i haven't seen it but uh yeah if it's anything book smart can't go wrong and uh heading over to our podcast movie palm springs good yeah. Hey, I guess we're going for the double uh, Andy Samberg in this episode, but uh, <laughs> Andy Samberg and the mom from How I Met Your Mother. What is her name? Yeah. Kristen Mialati. Is that her name? Kristen. I would say that's probably not it. Uh, M-I-L-I-O-T-I. So I think that's right. Miliati. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, no, this is a fun time loop movie. It's kind of in the air of Groundhog Day mm-hmm. rom-com movie, but set in Palm Springs, California which is better than fucking Puxatani, Pennsylvania. It's oh, that's debatable, but it also has a uh, J.K. Simmons in it. Yes, in, in a very fun J.K. Simmons having fun role. So good episode too, early episode. But yeah, Palm Springs, good True. movie. Yeah, that actually is a good episode. I'd, I'd, check, I'd uh, recommend that one for us as well. But We wouldn't recommend yeah. any other ones. But yeah, Palm probably Springs. not. But uh, no, I, I think Palm Springs is actually a pretty underrated movie as well. Again, it is very watchful. I've watched it a couple times after we did the episode, actually. Um, just a lot of fun. Uh, but Andy Samberg, you know, he's okay. I like the mother from How I Met Your Mother more, but he's good. All right. Moving on to our last streaming service before we hit some wild card picks. Paramount Plus. Now, this was the one that I wasn't really sure to include. It's kind of on the fringe of them all. But we have been kind of using it a lot recently, or I've been at least using it a lot recently. And I, I figured it's probably this or Apple TV plus that are like on the fifth of everybody's streaming kind of locations. So we went Paramount plus Cody, what's your TV show? I was going to suggest it, but then you decided to suggest it too. So what is it? I didn't even do any, like I didn't look what was on Paramount plus other than the TV show that I picked in the movie that I picked. Uh, I picked Survivor, obviously. <laughs> what else am I going to watch on Paramount Plus? That's a joke. Absolute joke. Survivor. Uh, I don't think I've ever talked about it on the show, actually. Do you not like Survivor? But, uh, <laughs> you like Survivor, Cody? 
heck of a program. I'd highly recommend it. Give it like for a new watcher. Give them very good. Give the give them your three seasons to watch. Okay, I like that. First off, uh, Kagayan, my favorite season. Twenty eight, ridiculously fun. Well, I would say um, Survivor Day versus Goliath is is an easy pick there as well. Thirty seven, I think. Yeah, yeah, very, very recent, honestly. But I think that might be the best, like, newbie beginner season. So I'd back that. I'd probably just throw in the first season, just so, you know, understand everything. And that is such a fun season with uh, Wigglesworth and, and uh, Sue. And, I mean, the, the whole alliance, Richard Hatch, obviously, one season. But just that core alliance, I think, is so fun. I uh, think season one's kind of mid. That's that's my take. If you're going to go for a – yeah, season one's not that great. Yeah, but it's the classic. You got to understand what's going on, though, I think. You have to watch that eventually. You might as well start off with it. Just yeah. so everything makes sense. And it's actually really good. Like the final tribal council is iconic. Like everybody still knows that. Survivor, yeah, it's fun. Find an old season. They're, they, man, they would do anything on television back in the day. You can. <laughs> People are always off just having sex. It's it's pretty funny to be honest. Let's uh let's move on. And here's my thing, Cody. I also I actually did do research, and I said, what television shows do they have? Like for real on Paramount? Not going to fix Survivor. And there's not. <laughs> <laughs> there's not many shout outs to iCarly the new one i haven't watched it nope there's a there's like five star trek shows of the 20 <laughs> and then criminal minds and ncis which blue buds you know i'm not really into that guy. hawaii 5 <laughs> i'm about to list them all at this point big brother RuPaul, fbi bar rescue I like 1883 ink master challenge all stars <laughs> evil and of course, SpongeBob SquarePants, which is going to be my recommendation. Uh, all-time classic. I mean, who didn't grow up watching SpongeBob? It's it's interesting to see what Sponge like an a rid, like the first season of SpongeBob looked like. It was it was wild. There's some uh, you know some classic episodes in there too. You know, the the pizza delivery episode five of season one, 1999. Cody, you were barely alive when that episode came out, and there's a total of. 12 seasons on here so i used to own the spongebob box sets i i have like the first three seasons at the house some classic stuff man like the nematodes you remember those i never really watched spongebob well you can now delve you could relive your childhood (laughs) what's your movie recommendation Uh, again no research done here but uh it's star trek it is on there you you do that research well i'm fairly i'm like 99 percent here but uh, again, I've talked about this movie before, but again with Looper, sci-fi classic. This is its own grade above Looper, I think, especially from a Star Trek fan standpoint. But I mean, this is J.J. Abrams just auditioning to make a Star Wars movie because this is any, this is better than anything we got in his new Star Wars movies. Just because like, dude, the cast, again, the cast, but fucking Mark, uh, Chris Pine. Zachary Quinn was actually very good. Cody, this movie's out on Paramount+. Plus. Yeah, it is. I no, it's went not. I Cody, checked. it's not. I actually checked. It's not. Check right yeah, now. Okay, what are you watching on then? You don't know. <laughs> okay. Okay, well, we're keeping most of that in. That's fucking bullshit. Uh, yeah, yeah, so Paramount Plus movies, right, Cody? That's what we're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, Cody tried indication, to recommend Star Trek. A, it's this not. This is a past indication of, uh, yeah. Some sus things with that. Anyways, uh, what are we talking about? Paramount Plus? Yeah. So they got great movies. Star Trek Into Darkness. Definitely not honorable mention. But yeah. Doing no research. I picked Mean Girls. Uh, I do like Mean Girls actually a good amount. Uh, you know, obviously, it kind of led to bad things for, for its main star. 
She's kind of tough, Lindsay Lohan, but she's very good in this, I think. Probably her, her only, like, very good performance. But I think it's just a classic comedy. You can't really go wrong with this. Again, super quotable. Uh, the characters, I mean, you get the iconic Regina George as well, which is just so hateable. But um, I think overall, like, it's actually pretty good for what it is. So, you know, instead of uh, Into Darkness, it, you know, it's a tough choice between those two. But end up on Mean Girls. <laughs> Corbin, you like Mean Girls? I think I think, okay. I think Mean Girls is a pretty good selection. I like Mean Girls. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. It's pretty fetch, bro. <laughs> We're pink on Wednesdays, man. Our uh, last movie of the streaming service debacle, which is a movie that is actually on the streaming service, believe it or not. So uh, go check out Catch Me If You Can <laughs> on Paramount+. Plus. I was kind of surprised to see this movie on there, to be entirely honest. But yeah, good movie. I mean, this is my favorite movie of all time, if we're, yeah. if we're throwing it out there. I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio, Tom Hanks. Steven Spielberg, it's a story about a guy who wrote a book about how he conned everyone, but then it turns out the book was all a lie, too. He didn't even do any of this stuff. That is crazy. And Amy Adams again. So Amy Adams, I was going to say that. Can't go wrong with an early Amy Adams performance, especially in this quality movie. But, yeah, no, Leo and, Ooh, my. <laughs> and a great line from – and just walking. He's just in, like, one scene, too. Ooh, great pass. into a bucket of cream. <laughs> That's how it goes. <laughs> our uh, our podcast recommendation to wrap these things up is interstellar which is not a movie here's ago this is a cody corbin recommendation because cody doesn't like this movie <laughs> <laughs> but it is on paramount plus so if you have paramount plus you can go check out interstellar so shall i shall i run through all of our main recommendations cody sure i do want to say one thing about interstellar um you know i would recommend to check it out just so you can go and watch our, our pod on it because that's a great pod yeah Aiden Cotter, yeah. man. Not a good, not a good movie, but uh, yeah. So first, we'll start off with Netflix. The two TV shows we're recommending are Sex Education and Seinfeld, and then the movies we're recommending are Happy Gilmore, The Departed, and Hunt for the Wilder People. For Disney Plus, uh, for TV shows, we got Agents of Shield and Miss Marvel, and then our recs for the movies: X Men: Days of Future Past, great film. Then Chippendale Rescue Rangers, and then yeah, our pod pick: Princess Bride. For HBO Max, a lot of great content. TV, we went Peacemaker and Impractical Jokers, Movies, Chef, Kimmy, and then T2 for the pod rack. For Amazon Prime for TV, we got a White Collar and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Then Movie Racks, A Few Good Men, The Report, and the pod pick Arrival. For Hulu, our movies were Plan B, Palm Springs, and Looper. And our TV shows were It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and Atlanta. And then lastly, for Paramount Plus, great network. Uh, for TV, we had SpongeBob and then, of course, Survivor. Then our movie picks, Mean Girls, Catch Me If You Can, and uh, for some reason, the pod pick, Interstellar. There's not a lot of things that are on Paramount Plus, unfortunately. <laughs> not <laughs> great. Uh, my not great service streaming service. Yeah. Now we also have some wildcard picks that we want to throw out there, Cody. So uh, first one I'll, I'll hit us with is uh, everything everywhere all at once. Now, this is not a movie you can stream right now. Right now, you can see it in some theaters. You can also pay $20 to purchase it, um, like on YouTube or on Amazon Prime. But on July 5th, so just a few days after this comes out, it will be available to rent. So you can red box it. You can rent it on Amazon Prime. You can rent it on Vudu. Cody and I saw this movie together in theaters. We talked about it a little bit. Fantastic my favorite movie of the year by far fantastic movie one of the best one of the best new movies i've seen in a long time and uh 
check it out. It'll be available and, you know, definitely rent it. It's a fun, it's, it's a love story a little bit. It's a sci-fi. It's, it's really good. It's a multiverse movie, comedy, action, martial arts. Can't go wrong really there. Yeah. I mean, I'd say it's a better multiverse movie than uh, the other one. Easily. Easily. Good amount. But uh, yeah, definitely good. Uh, you know, a little film I, I go check out. The cast again, Michelle Yeoh, unbelievably good in that movie, I think. Yeah, Kwan. Yeah, and his return, I think, is very cool. His story, especially. Everything, everywhere, all at once. It's the one Cody uh, struggles to say, but. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Notice I didn't try to say it. <laughs> Cody, you got any wildcard picks for us? I got a couple. First off, I got a shout out. One of the great sci-fi films of this generation, Star Trek 09. You really can't beat that all around. And you can't watch on Paramount Plus, that stuff. I'll insert your your <laughs> your par- your Star Trek thing. There you there. go. There you I go. actually do that. No, no, no. It's actually on Paramount Plus. That's cap. <laughs> Anyways. Cody Saldana is great in this movie. The music is unbelievable. The action. Cody. Cody. Nero. Fire everything. Fucking talk about Star Trek Into Darkness. That's <laughs> Uh, we don't talk about that. That one's probably on Paramount Plus too. But, uh, <laughs> it is, but Star Trek isn't. You're telling me Into Darkness is on there, but Star Trek isn't. Yes, that I'm makes no that. sense. You need to pick a different movie. <laughs> it's actually out there. You're you're actually capping. But uh, Cody, yeah. Star I'm Trek or not, go watch it, dude. If you've not seen that movie, what are you doing? Another pick, some Peacock, it's The Office. Uh, obviously, I just want to say it, it's absolute shambles right now that Netflix does not have The Office. Kind of embarrassing, if I'm being honest. But uh, great ass series, obviously. Uh, my can favorite. you watch The Office for free? I think you watch like the first like four seasons or something. But I mean, if I'm getting that deep, I'm just gonna pay for Peacock, which I do. So that's tough. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I do have the free version of Peacock, and there are a lot of things you can watch on there yeah. without paying for it. So that, Peacock's that's actually bad. not bad. We we pretty sure should have Peacock instead of Paramount Plus. But yeah, that's pretty much uh I, I got a couple others first of all uh speaking of a peacock recommendation horror movie sinister i mean a lot of people have probably seen that i watched it for the first time recently it's topical because the black phone ethan hawk is scott derrickson's movie with ethan hawk sinister is a scott derrickson movie with ethan hawk it's a scary movie but you can watch it on peacock so if you want to be scared check it out sinister 2 on netflix not as good Another one, Cha Cha Real Smooth, which is a movie I said I was very excited to see, is now out on Apple TV Plus. I haven't got a chance to talk about it, but it's very good. It is a really? sophomore film from Cooper Rafe. Again, a top movie from this year for me. Really good stuff. Dakota Jan- Johnson is fun and uh, really cool movie. So check that out on Apple TV Plus. Nice. Also, if you want to go to Showtime, if you have Showtime, first of all, they have all the A24 movies. So there's everything you can see there. And then, uh, but Spotlight is on there and that's a best picture winner from a few years ago. Michael Keaton's in it. Mark Ruffalo, uh, really important movie to watch, I think. And, uh, yeah, Spotlight's fantastic. If you haven't seen that. And then the last one, Cody, are you familiar with the streaming service Shudder? Actually, uh, I saw that you read that down, but I have no idea what Shudder is. So Shudder is actually a streaming service that is entirely made for horror movies. Mm-hmm. You can get a seven day trial, check it out um if you're a horror person and you want to watch some scary stuff it's got it's got classics it's got stuff like the thing halloween um poltergeist but it's also got a lot of you know new shutter originals if you remember that color of space or whatever movie with nicholas cage that was on framed a few weeks back 
that yeah. was like a Shutter original Nicolas mm-hmm. Cage movie. He has a couple. That of makes sense. That, that makes a lot of sense. Mad God, which is Phil Tippett, and he did a ton of visual effects works for like the original Jurassic Park. Like he did all the Raptors motion animatronic okay. stuff. He did stuff on the Star Wars, Jabba stuff, Ranker. He, he worked on a lot of old films. But Mad God is this movie that he's been making for like 30 years. And it's like pretty much stop motion animation, but it's just like really grotesque and weird stop motion animation. And uh, there's some like filmed real stuff in it, but the dude's been making this. It's like his passion project that he's been making for 30 years. And it's oh. all these crazy creatures and design and things that he's created. And it's this weird story. There's no dialogue or anything in it. Um, it's just okay. music track and the stop motion it is, it is weird and creepy. And it's a lot to, I, I can't even really express my opinion on it, but I would say check it out. It's it's something interesting. It's it's expanding the genre of like what is a movie, right? That's crazy, right? I actually might have to go watch that based off what you and said. You can get us you can get a free uh, free seven day trial, and then you can check out some other scary movies in your free time. <laughs> True. That, I mean, that actually sounds like a decent streaming. And it's also well. like movies like eighty seven minutes. I think it's it's short. It's not a slog to get through by any means yeah. you, can, you can watch only, it only an hour and a half yeah exactly <laughs> of nothing <laughs> <laughs> i'm here for it i actually want to watch that it's weird that sounds, that sounds very interesting the plot i mean it's essentially like this guy goes down into this like hellscape and this weird world and where this monster rules and there's and no dialogue and, yeah but you there's a storyline <laughs> Well, it's, like a, it's like an animated film but it's gross yeah, yeah. yeah that's the other interesting part about it but it's not yeah. for children <laughs> any other final recommendations cody <laughs> no we got ended on that one uh how about i read you the uh, tw- 28 movies i've watched since that uh podcast episode and we'll just say recommend yes or no and you have even if you haven't seen it you have to say yes or no okay okay <clears throat> jurassic park three yes yes Hercules. Yeah. Yeah. Crimes of the Future 1970. No. No. Don't do it. I don't know what that is. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. No. 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 Definitely not. Swan Song. Mahershala Ali. Apple TV Plus. In yeah. a uh, leading role. Where he plays himself. I like Mahershala Ali. He doesn't play himself. He plays two versions of the same character. Swan Song. Yes. Check it out. Sure. Jurassic World Dominion. <laughs> no check i'd say check it out actually it's not terrible no. cha-cha real smooth yes Encanto. Sure. uh sure i'm, I'm not an Encanto fan the card, the card counter sure yeah hbo max paul schrader and eh, oscar awesome. it's okay cha-cha real smooth again <laughs> watched it twice. yeah i watched it twice oh, i was gonna say what i would i would you recommend watching it, watch it two times yeah Jesus. Reminiscence. What is that? It's that Hugh Jackman Inception knockoff that came out last year. Oh, yeah, I'd watch that. Hugh Jackman. Not bad, actually. It's just kind of a weird movie. Inception. Yeah, check it out. Navalny. This is an HBO Max documentary that I would actually recommend you should check out. It's about uh, basically Putin tried to kill this guy in Russia and they like discovered it. It's pretty interesting. Hmm. It's not a good sell, but basically a main political adversary to vladimir putin was poisoned and then there they made this whole documentary about the investigation of who poisoned him and they basically did figure out it it was putin and 
my god not to spoil it there's a really great moment where they're like they figure out who the people are that did it and they're prank calling them and the guy they poison calls him and he pretends to be like his superior and the guy admits to everything really that happened and like how they did the poisoning and the underwear and how they cleaned his clothes afterwards and the dude then went back to russia and got arrested and is now in jail wow because he i mean yeah because it's russia but it's a very interesting documentary that just came out like two weeks ago so check that out on hbo max the butterfly effect no Uh, don't watch that that movie's bad that movie sucks the black phone yeah check it out Ethan crush that's on hulu it's a hulu original movie no sure. don't watch it <laughs> light year <laughs> eh, probably not looks it looks okay it's not that great sex appeal another hulu original sure definitely not don't watch I it don't my new least favorite movie i think <laughs> you got a lot of those though mad god yes <laughs> check that out oh yeah spree that's... are you familiar with spree cody oh kiri i'd say it. check it out it's actually it's Joe not a Keery. good it's a bad movie by all means but it's there's some things they do in it with technology and like streaming and reddit and 4chan and stuff that is actually very accurate and well written and well done the movie itself is not very good but it has a good understanding of like youth culture adventureland you ever seen that i have actually i, I actually like that movie a lot yeah recommend it jesse eisenberg kristen stewart pulp fiction you ever heard of it <laughs> yeah it's probably a wreck for me yeah, good one. Margin call, not great. Well, Pin Badgley, Elvis is uh, it's interesting. It's Baz Luhrmann doing Baz Luhrmann. The Big I Short, Cody. Won't watch it. Yeah, I Big wouldn't Short? watch Elvis. Oh, yeah, Big Short, great movie. You watched that recently? Yeah, nice. Sinister. I haven't seen it. Check it out. American Ultra. <laughs> I haven't seen that either. That's I okay. It's actually better than. I watched it. Well, I started to watch it once in high school and I fell asleep within like 15 minutes. Um, but it's actually not as bad as you might expect. It's decent. Sinister 2. Sure. Not, as, not as good. It's, it's not great. <laughs> and then uh, last movie that I watched other than the Adam Sandler special, Easy A. I love oh. it. I love Easy A. Easy That's A is movie. fantastic. It's on Hulu. So. I do like that movie. That's a recommend too. Well, that's our episode. <laughs> if you stuck around this long it's a this is a hell of an episode I'll tell you what hell of an episode uh, yeah Play, <laughs> peace be with you <laughs> thank you <Captain. laughs> what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard at no point in your rambling incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul.